Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's time for Santa's favorite kind of wagertainment, the Daily Tip. On my nice list, it's Michael Jenkins. Ah! Oh my God! And getting her a lump of coal, Chelsea Messenger. <laughs> Humbug. And I can't forget our reindeer, the Donkster. Here's a list of my favorite reindeer. Dasher, Rancher, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Glitzen, and Rudolph. Here on the BetQL Network. Sponsored by BetMGM. Oh, oh, oh. oh, yeah! Come on, Double D. Presented by BetMGM. Coming up on this Friday morning, good time drinking edition. We break out the pick six and tell you which NFL games are getting our money on this holiday weekend. But wait, there's more. We continue with our picks and leans at 820 and focus on the games with playoff implications on the line of pro football. And finally, at 845, our best bets and just maybe a visit from the chalk donkey. Chelsea, how excited are you? that you don't have to listen to that intro any longer, and you don't have to listen to the fact that you are slated, scheduled as we speak currently, to get a lump of coal. Yeah, it feels like election season, where it's just been mudslinging (laughs) after mudslinging. How do you think those politicians feel when they're like sitting next to a TV and they're like, Trisha Santos hasn't done anything. 
In fact, she has been wasting taxpayer money. Like, how do you think they feel when they listen to all these ads? Like, it can't feel great. I don't know who does the voiceover, but it's always in that inflection, isn't it? Like, it's never somebody who is just speaking in a normal tone. It's just like, she is the worst person ever. And it's like, whoa. Seems dramatic. They, It's the same guy. And they take one issue and they (laughs) exacerbate it to an extreme. Chelsea Messenger is wasting your money. Chelsea Messenger supports early release for criminals. Chelsea Messenger hates America. This ad paid for Ooh, by Michael That's going to be our next promo, like at the isn't end, it? They just throw that in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's just like, you know, one bill she signed on, and then they take it like, oh, look at this. She signed this bill, and this one guy got paroled two years earlier, and then they lose their minds. And it's it's the same voice. You're, to- you're totally right every single time. Yeah, so luckily, uh, election season, for me, is over on Christmas Day. Or it's over today, because this is our last day of working. Woo, woo, weekend for us coming up. In fact, the weekend has already started for 50% of our hosts. Michael Jenkins has already started drinking. If you're looking for somebody who boozes on the job, go ahead and vote for Michael Jenkins. Michael Jenkins doesn't respect his job. He doesn't respect <laughs> his coworkers, and he doesn't deserve your vote. This I pay for by Chelsea Messenger. That's how it's going to go down the rest of this hour. And you know what? You're correct. It's slappy time. But no, it's slappy I, time. I, it's slappy time. Yeah, I get sick and tired of those. Uh, it's just one gross ad after another. I'm ready for those to end, just like you're ready for the lump of coal to end. But you still have time. You still have time to get on the nice list. And then maybe, just maybe, someone will somehow get you a drink there in Nashville. Oh, just maybe. Just maybe. But here's the thing. I'm not trying yeah. to do anything differently. So let the the list land where it may. I am not changing anything about myself and in fact i'm going to clip off some of those ads that you made about yourself and i'm hoping Mm -hmm. that we can keep those for you know later use maybe when the new year rolls around you will be the one that's at the heart of the mudslinging campaign and it's not going to be me defending my character (laughs) you know the good thing about this because the political season just goes on forever we'll be able to ride this bit out for a long time not just Mm -hmm. now all the way into the new year it never ends and you know what never ends our pick six in the nfl let's do it pick six pick six chelsea let me raise a glass to an elite quarterback the cleveland browns resurrected joe flacco from the ashes the former Super Bowl MVP leading Cleveland to a playoff run at the age of 38. Unbelievable. I love the old argument. Is Joe Flacco elite? That was a thing for like four or five years, and I just thought it was the most amazing thing. This guy, Joe Flacco, the third favorite to win comeback player of the year. Look, it's crazy if you look at the numbers. The Browns have actually become a passing offense under Joe Flacco. Yeah, he threw three interceptions last week against the Bears. I don't care. 
He also threw for 374 yards, 311 yards the week before. And honestly, that is how you beat the Texans. They are weak in the secondary, and it looks like they're going to go with Case Keenum at quarterback. There's a guy who's played for how many teams? 24. Every time I look around, oh, there's Case Keenum again. Just kind of hanging around, back up forever. Just like Joe Flacco's been around, I'm going with the guy who has resurrected his career and been, honestly, a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson, which maybe isn't saying much, but I find it hilarious that Deshaun Watson is signed and they give him all this guaranteed money and he's bad. And Joe Flacco's like, I'm 38. I'll come in here. I'll lead you guys. And he's doing it. Browns, money line, minus 150 in H-Town. I think you hit the nail on the head by pointing out the matchup here because the Texans secondary, if there's ever a spot for Joe Flacco to shine, it's against this secondary yeah. who's giving up the eighth most passing yards of any team in the NFL. So a big Joe Flacco game incoming. That's what I'm expecting too. If you want to watch this game, it's set for one Eastern on Sunday in Houston. Big six. Big six. All right, so this is not going to be a popular pick, but I think the numbers support it. I'm going to go with the Cardinals plus four on the road at the Bears. Number one, do you trust the Bears as four-point favorites? I don't think I do. Not just yet. Their defense has looked improved. Justin Fields, I think, has some good things going for him as well. But still, the Cardinals have been really feisty in this spot. Kyler Murray over his career as a road underdog, a blistering 14-5-1 against the spread. This is the situation that he performs his best at. So I'll take the Cardinals here. And plus, I think this is a team that nobody talks about, and for good reason. But still, they mm -hmm. have kept it close with some good teams, other than, hey, the San Francisco 49ers. They got beaten uh, the brakes off of by the Niners, but that's just about every team in the NFL. Uh, you look at that game against the Texans, even when the Texans had C.J. Stroud, the Cardinals went toe-to-toe -to -toe with that passing offense. I like Kyler Murray and the cards here. I'll take the four points in Chicago. Ooh, Chelsea. I actually like it. I said that earlier this week where, yeah, it's not sexy to bet on the Cardinals, but the Bears, should they really be laying a number this big? I don't buy it. I'm with you. Arizona and Chicago kick things off at 425 in the East on Sunday in the Windy City. Big six. Big six. <laughs> I got to take another drink for this one. The Dolphins, come on. You guys are frauds. Frauds. Who have they played? I'm chewing this ice. It's great radio. <laughs> <laughs> Who have the Dolphins beaten this season that is worth a damn? Let's go over this again. I can't get over this. I was looking at this schedule yesterday, and I thought, well, no wonder. No wonder so many people like the Cowboys. Cowboys money line is the play. Let's go over this schedule real quick. Miami has beaten the Jets, the Commanders, the Jets again, the Raiders, the Patriots, the Panthers, the Giants, the Broncos, and Chargers. All of the, the Broncos are the best team of that bunch. Your best win, and yeah, you smashed Denver early in the season when they were much worse. Your best win of the season is weeks ago against Denver. I don't think so. Also, in the Mike McCarthy era, over the last three years, Cowboys 11-1 straight up coming off a loss. That is the spot in Miami. I need to see the Dolphins beat a good team before I back them. I haven't seen it yet. 
bounce back spot for Dallas. Cowboys money line in Miami, minus 110. Should be noted as well that Miami is dealing with some injuries on their offensive line. The right guard and the right tackle did not practice. And I feel like that does not bode well when you're going against Micah Parsons and company. It does not matter how fast your receivers are. You can't throw those deep passes down the field if your quarterback doesn't have time to throw them. So I like this play as well. If you want to watch the Cowboys and the Dolphins swearing off, it is a 425 Eastern kick on Sunday in Miami. Pick six. 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 All right. Is that enough? Did we get our pick sixes in? I feel like you've been sneaking in some eggnog. That's what I feel like. You. I would never drink eggnog. How dare you? Another slanderous sentence from Michael Jenkins. All right. So for me, my next play is going to be on the Green Bay Packers. Minus four and a half on the road at the Carolina Panthers. This is the rare sell high spot on the Panthers. Yes, they have won their second game of the season. They defeated the Falcons. What a win. Yeah, it's time to sell high. Uh, and it's time to buy low on the Packers coming off a loss here, but still the much better team in this matchup. The Panthers are still the worst team in the NFL. We have seen it most of the season. And also the Packers have shown some life when it comes to Jordan Love. He's had his rookie moments, but also the matchup is good here for Aaron Jones and the run game, which should take some pressure off of um, Jordan Love in that passing game because Carolina is one of the worst teams in the league at stopping the run. So a big game incoming for Aaron Jones and company. I like the Packers here laying the four and a half. Ooh, Chelsea, I like it as well. You just cannot trust the Panthers right now. And what are they playing for? Absolutely nothing. Green Bay and Carolina get underway at one o'clock on Sunday in Charlotte. Pick six. Pick six. Raiders plus 10 in Arrowhead. Is the rumor true, Chelsea? Travis Kelsey didn't attend Taylor Swift's birthday party. <laughs> selfish. Well, well, well. Selfish. Selfish, <laughs> sir. Who do you think you are? Yeah, you've got a football team. This is the love of your life, supposedly. That's what I'm told, <laughs> and you didn't even show up. I think I remember Jake Gyllenhaal not doing that one time at Taylor's birthday party, and she wrote a song about it, and they've never been the same. I got the Raiders. Here's why. Do you trust Kansas City to be laying 10 against anyone right now? Because I don't. This is, this is really not about metrics to me. This is about two things. The eye test and also a divisional matchup. And yes, the Chiefs beat the Raiders early this season by more than 10 points. I think the Raiders have improved. I don't buy the Chiefs. I'm not buying into these guys. They're still a very good team. I don't think they're a great team. I don't like what I'm seeing out of those receivers. We've seen the frustration from Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't trust his own receivers, and I think the Raiders can keep this within double digits. Give me Las Vegas in Arrowhead this weekend. All right. Well, if you want to watch the drama unfold between Patrick Mahomes and company, uh, that game is set for one Eastern on Christmas Day. Pick six. Pick six. Finally, from me, how about the marquee game of the weekend? The Ravens 
and the Niners. We've got the Ravens getting five and a half points here. I'll take the points with the team that nobody is talking about. I know all of the talk in the national narratives have been about how dominant the Niners have been, how great Brock Purdy has been, and how Christian McCaffrey could even win MVP. But quietly, the Ravens are 11 and three. Quietly, the Ravens are led by a former MVP himself in Lamar Jackson. So I, I'm seeing San Francisco and I'm seeing this Ravens team that nobody's talking about. I think the Ravens can keep it close here. So I think this game means way more for the Ravens than it does the Niners. What happens if they win this game? What happens if they lose this game? I feel like the narrative is still the same on San Francisco. Obviously, they will try to win it. But I think Lamar and company can at least keep it close. So I'll take the five and a half points with the Ravens here and hope for the best. Ooh, I don't know. I think I'm on the other side here. And it's going to be a great matchup. 8.15 p.m. in the East on Monday Night Football, the last game of that triple header. I'm going to lean Niners here just because as soon as this number went down, it went back up again. I feel like the Niners have a defensive squad or they have the defensive talent that the Ravens haven't faced just yet. But at the same time, Chelsea, I was talking about the Ravens motivational factor. They feel disrespected by being an underdog in this spot. Will they be motivated to go out and win this game outright? Can't wait to watch it and good luck on your bat. Coming up next year on the show. Well, we could see a Super Bowl preview on Monday night when this game takes place. But we've also got a lot of games on the schedule with playoff implications. Cowboys, Dolphins, we talked about that. What about Bengals and Steelers? More from the NFL is next on the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Stay right there. Hey, this is Nick Ashew from BetMGM tonight. The year's coming to a close, and we just want to thank you for your support throughout 2023. Here's to a great year ahead and hopefully a very profitable one. Welcome back to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. With Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Jim, great to have you with us during the holiday season, December 22nd. Coming up, a battle by the bay highlights Monday Night Football on Christmas Day. We just talked about that as part of our pick six, but we'll get into the best games on the docket this weekend in the NFL. Chelsea, you know, I've talked a lot about Arch Manning on this show because he is the quarterback in Texas and obviously the nephew of Eli and Peyton, but Peyton himself, his son, his son plays Pop Warner football in Colorado. So if you think the hype around Arch is something, just wait until Peyton's son, who plays on a seventh grade team, ends up making it to the high school ranks and is recruited. Marshall Manning is his name. And they told this story on the Manning cast, which is very funny. Peyton was calling plays, and he lined up and had his team featuring his son, the quarterback, Marshall run the tush push like the Eagles do, the brotherly shove. And he got flagged. And he said, what's going on? And the ref said, can't do that. This is the Colorado Youth Football League. 
And Peyton said, well, they do it in the NFL. And the ref said, this is the Colorado Youth Football League. That is illegal. You cannot do it. So he tried it at a lower level, and it did not work. And I just think it's hilarious. Only a guy like Peyton Manning would say, let's try this that Jalen Hurts and the Eagles do, and let's try it in seventh grade. Imagine being a referee in the Colorado Youth Football League and going up to Peyton Manning and saying, you got the rules wrong, sir. I know more about football than you do. Like, doesn't this take a lot of guts? I would be like, sure, Peyton Manning. This play is definitely legal. Whatever you say, sir, go ahead. Peyton, I'm sorry. This is Mr. Manning, sir, five-time MVP. That that play is legal. We used to run in the – yeah, I know. This this is the Colorado Youth League, Mr. Manning. (laughs) It's illegal. You can't do this. (laughs) I I always think about this when it comes to, like, the the famous parents. Like, you've Mm -hmm. seen – the videos of LeBron James, like arguing with the oh, refs yeah. at his son's like AAU games. Can you imagine being the referee on the receiving end of that? Like literally one of the oh greatest basketball players of all time is saying, this call is terrible. Do you think that person has to like stand in the shower after the game and say, you made the right call. You're all right. This isn't going to send you into a crippling, you know, cycle of, you know, sadness. <laughs> like it has to be tough on the receiving end of like parents like this. I agree. I don't know if you, this is an old video, but it's amazing how some players definitely have star power. And because of that star power, yes, they get away with calls, but also you give them the benefit of the doubt. And there's an old video Mm -hmm. of Michael Jordan complaining to a referee. And he's like, that's a foul. And the referee's kind of mic'd up. He's like, what? It was a foul, Michael? What? Yeah. Okay. It was a foul. And blows the foul. Blows the whistle. Like Jordan tells him there's a foul and he's so in awe or just consumed by the presence of Michael Jordan telling him something, the biggest star on the planet in basketball, that he calls the foul after Jordan tells him to. And so I think that's an extreme example, but it just goes to show the influence that these star players have. Also, Michael Jordan's very intimidating. Like, wouldn't you say? Yes, he is. I feel like he would say it with a tone in his voice where you're like, I better call this or else he's going to get like his bookie Mm -hmm. on me or something. Like, I don't think I would want to cross MJ. I don't think I would. No way. If you read, which I I could never say these words on air, when Kwame Brown was drafted number one overall by the Wizards and Jordan was on that team, and one of the reasons it didn't work out is that Jordan just absolutely every day in practice said things to him that aren't repeatable, trying to push him and motivate him. And Kwame Brown, this young kid, just did not respond well because he's got the greatest player of all time bullying him, telling him awful things, calling him names, trying to motivate him, and it didn't work, and he was intimidated. So I can totally see that. Yeah, but this mentality actually worked on Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. You know, wasn't he responding to all the critics? Like, maybe he needed a Michael Jordan like that to say, Hey, you're not going to be able to play any reindeer games. You've got that stupid red nose. But what did Rudolph do? Rudolph went out and had the best night of any reindeer of all time. So, you know, sometimes motivation like that works. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You've got that stupid red nose. <laughs> Did you ever say that? To... Look at all these other regular noses, and you've got that dumb nose that just <laughs> keeps lighting up. You better get to the front of the pack and lead the way, because I'm tired of looking at that red nose. <laughs> Oh my God! All right, Chelsea. Who's Rudolph? Let's see. Who's Rudolph in that scenario? Like, I'm trying to think. Like somebody who's been poked and prodded and pushed around. Mm. Maybe you didn't want to go down this road, but we're going. Damn it! We're going down it. (laughs) Who has been pushed and prodded and risen to prominence despite early struggles to become a leader and a legend like Rudolph? Nicola Jokic, with all the fat kid pictures. Oh, oh, when you're drafted, we're going to run a Taco mm-hmm. Bell commercial side by side when you are drafted and say, oh, well, Taco Bell is equally as important as this moment for the future MVP of the league. Maybe Nikola Jokic is the Rudolph of the NBA. I do remember. I mean, there's that very famous picture where he's a kid and he's he's just a chubby kid. He looks completely unathletic. You can find it very easily. And then you look at him now and you're like, wait, this is the best player on the planet, a two-time MVP. But also, I will say, regardless of how it happened, I did read a long-form article about Jokic. And early on in his career, someone told him, in so many words, you've got to reshape your body. Like, I understand that you're a big guy. This is kind of how you're built. But if you want to be elite, you do need to change what you consume and change how many times you get in the gym. And he did. And obviously, it worked. So maybe you're right. He's our Rudolph. Oh, he doesn't have a red nose. He just has a little gut on him. Even though I don't think he, I think he just kind of has an unshapely face. Like, have you ever noticed that with some guys that, (laughs) that sounds really mean, but like the fat face syndrome. Like Zion Williams, Zion Williamson. He's not fat. Are you dipping into the eggnog? This guy has an unshapely face. He's got a fat face. Let's just say it. Old fat face. No, but do you get what I'm saying? Some people are not out of shape. It's just their face looks kind of chubby. Like Zion Williamson yes. is a perfect example. Like he's yes. not that big. And of course, he's also walking around and comparing his body to like people who are shaped like a praying mantis. Like that's not fair either. Although I did watch. Right. I like how you're just laughing as I am just like going down. I mean, these descriptions are pretty incredible. I've heard fat face and this guy looks like a praying mantis. Please continue. This is great for me. But do you think he needs to lose weight? Because that's been such a big topic in the NBA for Zion Williamson. Zion? And you you watch him move and clearly he's got like Mm -hmm. a big lower half. But also, isn't this part of the reason that he has been so good? Because when you have that big body, like so many NBA players are built like sticks. And when you have somebody who can go in the paint and kind of push people around, I think it's a benefit. Like, wasn't that why LeBron James has been so good, like coming up in his career? Because not only was he tall, he also was built like a linebacker. And I think it does help. And he said, I think he said that if he played football, he would play tight end. And he could. 
He is that big. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing about LeBron James. When he drives the lane, it's not just some 6'6", 215 guy coming at you. This guy's 245, 250 pounds. Like, this is a linebacker coming at you full speed with incredible agility and athleticism. So it's a little bit different. Like, mm, do I want to take a charge or just kind of get out of the way here? As far as Zion <laughs> is concerned, yeah, he's he's got a, a solid trunk for a lower. I cannot believe we're talking about the bodies of NBA players. But, yes, that has been a, a criticism where maybe he needs to slim down. But I think he has, hasn't he? I think so. I remember seeing video of him preseason and saying he doesn't look that fat and maybe it's just the narratives have gone like off the rails because you know when they go too far and people are like just crashing on him and all you see are the doctor pictures the ones that aren't even real they're like here's zion on beale street or whatever whatever you know eating some gumbo and you're like wow that really is him and you're like no chelsea that was not a real picture it's the same thing as what they have done with tyler glass now and the guy from peaky blinders have you noticed they've been doing this where they will switch no. the faces and put the guy oh, from okay. PC Blinders, Cillian Murphy, his face yes. on Tyler Glassnow's body. And I'm like, wow, that does look just like him. And it's actually a doctored picture. And then this gets like, you know, 33,000 retweets. And so it goes to your brain. Yes. And what does that tell you? Tyler Glassnow, if they ever reboot Peaky Blinders, will be in the starring role. I actually watched something on TikTok yesterday, and it was it was Cillian Murphy being interviewed, and he was talking about maybe, maybe bringing Peaky Blinders to the big screen. So if he needs a stunt double, Ooh. maybe Tyler Glass now can do that. And actually, it was Margot Robbie interviewing him, and she was such a fangirl. It was crazy to watch because she was just talking about how, oh, my God, I would love it. Oh, you have to do it. Oh, I, I just love that so much. Oh, please. And I was like, Oh my, watching Margot Robbie fangirl over something was awesome. Yeah, maybe the Dodgers will sign Cillian Murphy too. And they will own the Peaky Blinders Mm. movie franchise as well. Because, you know, God else, like what else do they need to own before they stop spending money and signing up everybody uh, in the baseball world? Why not expand to movies? They're in LA. That's true. Chelsea, you're full of all sorts of ideas this morning. I still, <laughs> I will stand by my belief that there's something in the nog there. It may not be eggnog. There's some sort of nog going on there in Nashville. I've got a bunch of games in front of me. Now, we've talked about Cowboys Dolphins. We've talked about Ravens Niners. We can continue talking about those games. But there's a lot of other games on the slate this week in the NFL that have playoff implications. Jags with the Bucks. The Jags lead the AFC South. The Bucks lead the NFC South. Browns are taking on the Texans. The Browns can make the playoffs if they win. They need some help, though. Bengals are at the Steelers. Bengals have the sixth seed in the AFC. They need a win to stay alive. And then Lions at the Vikings. The Lions can clinch the NFC North with a victory. So any of those games where you see a player and you say, this guy needs to lose some weight. Oh, gosh. Well, we do have a Rudolph in one of these games. Like, what better time to start the speculation about Mason Rudolph possibly playing quarterback for the Pittsburgh Mm. Steelers? I think the Steelers may be the hardest team to handicap in the NFL. Uh, Does anybody else feel this way? Because every time all of the factors point in the direction of the Steelers, they lose a game. And when every single factor points against them, especially in divisional matchups, 
it doesn't seem to matter how bad the Steelers are that year. It feels like they always have a chance when they're playing the divisional teams. Like, what was it the year? I think it was the year that Big Ben was retiring and they beat the Ravens mm-hmm. in the postseason or like the final game of the, the year. It just feels like it's that kind of team. So you're looking at a three-point line, Bengals three-point favorites on the road at the Steelers. And Jake Browning has been a great story. But if you look back at his first start against the Steelers, that was his worst game of the year. I know it was his first yeah. game. He was probably just learning the ropes of that offense. But still, it was far from overwhelming. 19 of 26, 227 yards, a touchdown, and a pick, along with four sacks. So maybe this is a spot where the Steelers can keep it close. Now that this line's moved to three, would you have any interest in backing the Steelers here? Or is the threat of Mason Rudolph one that you can't ignore? Oh, I don't know, Chelsea. This, I, I want to bet the Bengals so badly. And I still, I think it might be a square side, but I think it might be the right side. And at some point, you have to break through and get over narratives. And I'm not quite so sure that the Mike Tomlin, it's the Steelers at home narrative is so true anymore. I would need to go into those metrics. But there's a reason why that Mike Tomlin might possibly have his job in question after the season. And it's because of how the Steelers have performed this year. It's still at the key number of three. Maybe you can get it below at some spots. I I feel like it's a sucker bet. I am going to be on Cincinnati here. I think they are the better team. I don't believe in the Steelers, especially with Mason Rudolph. I don't think I can make myself bet on the Steelers. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm going to play it because I do think there is a sabotage factor there with the way that we've seen the Steelers perform in this position. But... Isn't that the worst feeling when you know a team has a bad quarterback and you played them anyway? Like, I remember this when uh, Mitch Trubisky was the quarterback. And I'm like, why on earth did I play anything tangently related to the Steelers (laughs) offense? Because you can't trust it. So I'm not going to do it again to myself. No, I don't blame you. I'd stay away from that one. But if I had to lean, I would lean Cincy. And then I would tell Zion that maybe Weight Watchers is something that he should look into since we're fat shaming (laughs) NBA players on this show. Coming up next, it's our way of trying to give you a little stocking stuffer. Best bats coming up next on the Daily Tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. We're going to wrap up Hour 3 when we come back. Hey, it's Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet. Just want to say thank you for all your support this past year. We hope you enjoyed the wagertainment and that your stockings are filled with plenty of holiday winners. Happy holidays from all of us here at the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to all you metalheads out there. Let's get ready for a rockin' Christmas. The Daily Tap from BQL presented by Madam GM. I'm Michael Jenkins. She is Chelsea Messenger. Best bets coming your way in just a bit. Before we wrap things up for this holiday weekend. Chelsea, I have to ask you officially, let the people know what you're doing for the holidays with your fam. 
Well, we are just hosting Christmas for me, my mom, my dad, my brother and his girlfriend, and then my obviously immediate family with Jake, my husband, and my daughter. So kind of the same thing we did for Thanksgiving, where it's just the family. We are going to be, uh, wow, my screen just did something weird. Hopefully I'm still on air. Um, but you are. <laughs> don't know you what are. that. Oh, I put up the bookmarks tab. Don't know if you've ventured into that, but I certainly don't need a bookmark for uh, this webpage. <laughs> Anyways, yes, Christmas should be good. <laughs> Obviously, it's all about our four-year-old Blake, so that is the main yes. thing. If I can make her happy, but we've bought a lot of presents and all of the things that she asked for. So hopefully, it'll mm-hmm. go well. Yeah, I saw that. Jake and Blake were finger painting last night. And Jake, he has a real gift. I mean, he's obviously was a major league baseball pitcher, so he's great with his hands. And I think we saw a little bit of that artistry on display via finger painting last night. Well, it wasn't finger painting. It was normal painting with a paintbrush and like little stampers. Because that's what we do with Blake when we're like, okay, she can't watch like two hours straight of the iPad. So we got to do something. So we have been painting, but here's something that I know is a character flaw for myself. If somebody is doing something incorrectly, I have the urge to go over there and correct them. Cause I took art quite a bit in high school. Like I'm not a great painter, but like, I know what I'm doing. So when he's doing like the most basic of painting, I have the urge to go over there and be like, no, let me fix it. Let me fix it. Let me do this. Do you ever find yourself doing that with people who are doing something that you know something about and you cannot withhold your urge to correct them? I normally don't say anything, but I understand that urge where I'm like, ah, oh, this is not correct. This is not correct. It's like when somebody gets help. a name wrong. Yeah. Like when they're talking yes. about sports and they say a name wrong. And I, I run into this problem with like people's husbands and you don't mm-hmm. want to embarrass them because, you know, the last thing somebody wants is like, Jake's wife's over there correcting people, making people look stupid, but it is my line of work. So when somebody says the wrong name, I just want to be like, that's not his name. That's not how you pronounce it. But sometimes I don't do it because it does feel embarrassing for that person. Well, sometimes you're just trying to help. So I get that. You know who's going to help out BetQL Daily? John Daigle from 444 and BetSports. He will be along shortly. If you missed our chat about what to expect this week in the college ranks, we have plenty of thoughts. So do us a solid. Just download and subscribe to The Daily Tip wherever you get your podcasts. Chelsea, it's time for you to paint us a picture of victory with our best bets. Time to place your bets. All right, you are going to the NFL once again. A fine week. What is the play? All right, play of the day or the weekend, I shall say for me, is on the tight end from the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to go with David Njoku, over 49 and a half receiving yards. Straight up from the matchup here, the Texans giving up the fourth most receiving yards to opposing tight ends. This has been one of their weaknesses, and in general, the passing game. Their secondary is not great. Clearly, Joe Flacco likes throwing to David Njoku. He had 14 targets last week. That was the most on the team. And also, he has had back-to-back monster weeks, 91 and 114 receiving yards last week against the Bears. So I think this is a gettable number for the big tight end. Let's go. David Njoku over 49 and a half receiving yards for minus 120 over a bet MGM. 
I am going to go to the college game. Oh, Lord help me. The Gasparilla Bowl tonight in Tampa. UCF minus four and a half is the play taking on Georgia Tech. Here's the thing. Georgia Tech was awful this season on defense. They gave up more than 30 points per game. Now, UCF's defense, nothing to write home about. However, they really tightened up late in the season, gave up 16 points per game in their last four. They also won three of their last four to end the season. And this is a home field advantage playing in Tampa, a little over an hour and a half away from Orlando. We continue to see money coming in on the Golden Knights. Let's go UCF minus four and a half tonight in Tampa at the Gasparilla Bowl. All right, we got a lot of picks to get to, so a ball, we need to make this quick. Let us gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters? <laughs> All right, 8-Ball, do we like David Njoku over 49 and a half receiving yards against the Texans this week? 8-Ball says... It is decidedly so. That's one for one. Mm. How about two for two? Jigs is taking UCF minus four and a half against Georgia Tech. April says, you may rely on it. Yes. Yes. Thank you, 8-Ball. That's what I needed going into the holiday. If you want to see the 8-Ball, if you want to stream every show on the BetQL network, it's easy to do. Twitch.tv slash BetQL. Chelsea, what what else do you have on the card? All right, it's a tight end weekend for me. Taking the tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Pat Fryermuth over 25 and a half receiving yards for minus 120 against the Bengals. This is a matchup-based play. The Bengals are giving up the most receiving yards to opposing tight ends. Pat Fryermuth absolutely scorched them last time around, had 120 receiving yards on nine catches. I'm hoping for another big day. And the Bengals, if you look at their opposing tight ends the last three games, TJ Hawkinson, 63. Will Mallory for the Colts had 46. And Evan Ingram from the Jags had 82. I think Pat Fryermuth can easily get this number of 25 and a half receiving yards. So let's do that. God, do I want to make one more pick or not? Do let's it. Let's just do it. Why do not? It. All right, let's do it. Fine. JMU Air Force under 42. I believe it's, you can check the juice on that. I'm playing it up just a little bit to that key number. This total has come down, and I know JMU is down a bunch of guys in the portal, like 10 guys, even though they say they're going to play. But here's the thing. Air Force runs the ball more than 86% of the time. They are eighth in time of possession in college football. And it runs right into the teeth of that JMU defense, which averages or allows, I should say, only 2.1 yards per game. And then when the Dukes try to move the ball, they will face an Air Force defense that allows only 18 points per game. It's going to be ugly to watch, but I think this is sort of classic Air Force, you know, Army, whenever you get into a service academy school, it's generally low scoring. I think that's what we see in this one. JMU Air Force under 42 at the Armed Forces Bowl. Right into the teeth. The gnashing of teeth. I feel like that phrase made me cringe a little bit. I think that's in the Bible. The gnashing of teeth. The gnashing of the teeth. Well, Double D is going to be gnashing his teeth this weekend because he's dying for his degenerate parlay to hit. It's time to get crazy with Double D's College Football DGen Parlay. 
All right, we're going to get to it. I'm taking UCF on the money line. Troy, minus seven versus Duke. I am taking Air Force on the money line versus James Madison. Utah State on the money line versus Georgia State. I am taking two huge numbers. South Alabama, minus 17 versus Eastern Michigan. San Jose State, minus 10 versus Coastal Carolina. And then we're going to dip into some NFL. Colts on the money line. Jets on the money line. Bears on the money line. Total odds, 192 to 1. $5 will win you $960. And you know what they say. Every time David Dykstra hits a D-Gen parlay, a donkster gets his wings. And that's why the donkster doesn't have wings. <laughs> and that's why the donkster doesn't have wings. And there's right there. why you're getting cold, Chelsea. Well, might as well lean cool. into it. If you're going to be mean, I'm going to be mean right back at you. Slap it. <laughs> oh, we brought Slappy back. Well, Slap let's it. find out what the Dogster is doing this weekend. Let's do your BetQL five-star best bet for insight, analysis, trends, everything you need to be an educated better. We've got you covered with the BetQL app. All right, Dogster, go ahead. What are you doing as we go into the break? <laughs> Good morning, Ravens at 49ers, under 47. Stick and Buck, Canadians at Blackhawks, under six and a half. Basketball, Mississippi Valley State at Baylor. I'm laying the points with Baylor, minus 38 and a half. For Christmas, my dad says if I get on a nice list, I can have a leftover candy cane. Thanks, Dad. Well, don't ever let anyone say I'm not a great father. And you are welcome, son. You are welcome. Let's find out what's coming up next on BetQL Daily. And for that, we flip on the camera and we bring in our guy, Joe O. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, guys. Look at that. The donkster on the same page as the BetQL model. I was just doing a read talking about uh, Baylor minus 38. So uh, there you go. Oh, wow. The donkster on it. Well, uh, you know Ma- the donkster is the BetQL model, right? No, like I just thought it was thing. made up. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Really? I I thought really? I thought Jenks just like went through the list and said, "What is the biggest chalk that I could find? <laughs> what that that would be a dumb pick? That that's really what I thought it was. Is that? Is that no, true? he makes fun yeah. of our sponsor. It's really smart. That's a great <laughs> every day to end every, every day. show. <laughs> yep. Okay. Bold Man, move. I, I didn't think that was. Uh, where the mix came from uh chris mack in for ed egros today gonna be a lot of fun john daigle from four for four just like he is every friday breaking down the games and the bowl games for people that still want to bet them going into the weekend it feels like nobody's betting the bowl games because everybody's just sick of not knowing the quarterbacks and just it's it's just chaos betting on second and third stringers basically yeah even though last night didn't that guy throw only one pass like the guy for syracuse tight end or something that was brutal we're, we're all just brutal. waiting for the playoffs jenks that's it that's all we're yes, here we for are. we're all waiting i hear you my friend have a great show have a great holiday we appreciate it joe O. as always that's gonna do it for us on the daily tip for betql presented by bet mgm for chelsea bill Rowland, matt Bassani, double d and the donkster i'm jinx no matter what you're celebrating over the next few days have a fantastic holiday You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.